Health Talk is a podcast series featuring the doctors and healthcare staff at Texoma Medical Center. A name you can trust, quality you can count on. Here's Melanie Cole. Our face is one of the most distinguishing features on our entire body. However, as we grow older, fine lines, wrinkles, age spots, and other signs of aging appear. Facial rejuvenation can mean different things to different people. My guest today is Dr. Terry Young. He's board certified in otolaryngology and head and neck surgery, and he's a member of the medical staff at Texoma Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Young. I'd like to start by asking you what happens to facial bones and skin as we age? Hi, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Um, well, as we age, the skin becomes thinner, and with the effects of gravity, it descends. Um, there are certain fat pads on the face, such as below your eyelids and also in your cheek region, which sit nice and high uh, in younger patients. However, with time, they begin to sag as well. So what we're seeing with age is a volume loss, a skin laxity, and a descent of facial tissue. Then let's start with some non-surgical options for facial rejuvenation. What are, what are some of the things that can be done? We all see those little wrinkles, laugh lines, worry lines, whatever you'd like to call them. What's the first best line of defense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, you know, multiple areas where, uh, wrinkles tend to occur on the face, uh, most commonly on the forehead, which are the horizontal lines. You also get the, the kind of frowning lines right between your eyebrows, which are either horizontal or the vertical 11. Um, and the ones like you were alluding to the laughing lines, which are the crow's feet, which are to the side of the eyes when people smile or laugh. And then lines along the nose and the lips as well. Um, what can be done? Well, botulinum toxin, commonly known as Botox, is a neurotoxin that temporarily deactivates the facial muscles uh, responsible for facial expression. So over time, as we age, overuse of these muscles to animate our faces leads to these wrinkles. So injecting Botox into specifically targeted muscles of the forehead, frown lines, around the eyes, kind of like I was discussing, will temporarily weaken those muscles and ultimately remove the wrinkles. How long does something like that generally last? Uh, effects are typically three to four months. Um, however, there are patients that uh, will have longer-lasting effects, it very much has to do with one's metabolism and can change from individual to individual. So Botox would be something that people can start with. And, and what else can be done to add volume to that aging face? So the most commonly used uh, dermal filler is composed of hyaluronic acid. Many different companies produce this. It's actually a naturally occurring substance in the skin. You know, it naturally produces nutrients, helps the skin retain moisture, softness, and ultimately, for our purposes, restores volume. So injections are performed in the cheek area or in the nasolabial fold area to help restore age-related uh, volume loss. Um, it can also correct the kind of deeper, moderate to severe facial wrinkles. And um, injection around the lips 
or the perioral area can also augment the lips or correct perioral lines. Dr. Young, as people are looking at these minimally invasive or non-surgical options for facial rejuvenation, what about some surgical options? What are some signs that facial aging that might require a surgical intervention? That's a good question. Um, so excessive bulging or laxity of the upper, li- upper eyelids can cause a very noticeable hooding of the upper eyelids or actually can be severe enough to cause a loss of peripheral vision. So that would be an indication for a surgical procedure to be done because there's nothing in terms of a Botox or a filler that I could do to help that. Um, in terms of uh, other things, prominent nasal labial folds, which are the folds that run from your nose to the corner of your lip, um, kind of uh, sagging of your jaw or a kind of droopy jawline, those are things that can be corrected mainly by surgery as well. And Dr. Young, what is a facelift? People hear about it. They see, you know, stars and people in the media having had them. What is an actual facelift? So um, a facelift is a surgery performed on patients uh, who have the complaint of a prominent nasolabial fold or sagging of the lower neck, or sorry, the lower face or the upper neck or chin area. Um, It's performed with an incision which hides along the front and back of the ear on both sides. And while excess skin is excised, the muscle layer beneath the skin is also tightened. And um, this ultimately creates a smooth, youthful youthful, um, facial contour, uh, which um, helps the kind of overall facial complexion. Are there some circumstances when you would tell somebody, no, I don't think you should have a facelift? Um, Certainly uh, patients who are young, patients who have a significant amount of fine wrinkles, um, you know, those are things that could be addressed by uh, non-invasive procedures. Um, But uh, yeah, kind of like the prominent nasal labial folds and the sagging jawline, those those you're not going to be able to fix with uh, injectable fillers. And what about the chin and neck? People get worried as they get older, the wrinkles or turkey neck, or they get a double chin. Are there any surgical or non-surgical procedures that can correct areas of the chin and neck? Absolutely. There's um, actually a fairly new product on the market, um, which is composed of deoxycholic acid, uh, which is actually a naturally occurring uh, molecule in the body. And this aids in the breakdown and absorption of dietary fat. So this is a new FDA-approved injection treatment that destroys fat cells under the chin to improve one's profile. Um, the result is uh, fairly noticeable. The result is a fairly noticeable reduction in chin fullness, and ultimately an improved profile of the chin. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Young, what should people that are considering facial rejuvenation 
think about when seeking care? What is the most important bits of information you like them to have before they consider these types of procedures? Well, I think one of the most important things is to be honest with yourself, have realistic expectations. Um, You know, we all look at ourselves in the mirror every day. And, you know, a lot of times our impression of ourselves may not be how we actually appear. So really isolating the areas that uh, patients require treatment is good because that communicates to the physician the um, areas that uh, should be targeted. Also, for um, patients that are, you know, spend a lot of time outdoors, I can't stress this enough, sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen should be worn at all times. And, um, yeah, once again, just realistic expectation and a positive outlook uh, is probably the most important advice I can give. And why should they come to Texoma Medical Center for their care? Well, we have uh, great staff. We have an excellent operating room, facilities, state-of-the-art, very advanced, very new, and uh, we have a great staff. Uh, everybody seems to have a great time, and we work very well as a team. So I would certainly give it a shot if I was patient. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's really great information. You're listening to TMC Health Talk with Texoma Medical Center. For more information, you can go to texomamedicalcenter.net. That's texomamedicalcenter.net. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Texoma Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Individual results may vary. There are risks associated with any surgical procedure. Talk with your doctor about these risks to find out if cosmetic surgery is right for you. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.